Good evening, fight fans. You are listening to a Radiligen Broadcasting alternative commentary for Jamel Herring versus Shakur Kievich Stevenson. I'm never getting over that. Man, that's a handful right there. (laughs) For the WBO Junior Lightweight Championship. Presented to you from Top Rank Boxing on ESPN and ESPN Plus. And I am not alone. I am joined by a newcomer to the Rattleism Broadcasting family. Ladies and gentlemen, from the stage and uh, and the Great White North, ladies and gentlemen, Dan Lasby is with us. How are you doing, Dan? Not bad at all. Let's keep that white part out of the North if we can help it for as long as possible. People ask me all the time, they're like, you're going to move back to New York? And I'm like, no, not while there's snow and not, not unless we get more global warming. Exactly. When it turns into a jungle, you're back in. That's right. So, Dan, um, you were referred to me from Kispela, Kispela, Kispela. We always say his name three times. That's an ongoing thing. Yeah. Does he like, appear in the mirror and threaten to kill you when you do that? No. He, he appears in the mirror and he talks pro wrestling. Yeah, that, feel, comic, that feels right. And comic books. He's like, listen, don't retire legacy characters. And then he, then he runs away with his hands in the air. We're here to talk boxing. And he referred you to me because he was like, hey, man, I know a guy that's really into boxing that might want to call some of these with you. So, Dan, before we get into Jamel Herring versus Shakur Stevenson, tell us a little bit about your boxing history. How long you've been a fan for who some of your favorite fighters are. Yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of fresh back into boxing. I was really big into boxing uh, when I was younger. You know, Don Alon's from Winnipeg, Manitoba. I was from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Chris Jericho's from Winnipeg, Manitoba. So we like people with curly hair who have sort of gone bald and do really well until they meet, you know, Sugar Ray Leonard in the ninth round. So I was big for a long time. I like Mike Tyson uh, when I was younger. I really kind of followed that full arc. And then uh, adulting caught up with me. I had, you know, I got a wife. I got some kids. I got a, a daytime job that didn't want me to stay up all night. Uh, so now, yeah, I'm just sort of kind of getting back into it. And the Roy Jones Jr. fight, Mike Tyson really brought me back. And then, you know, Mike Tyson looked great. And I was like, hey, you know, this is this is kind of a wicked thing to do with your buddies if you can convince them to also leave their wives late at night and watch boxing. Yeah, between this and MMA, it's funny. I actually used to, I said to my wife, I was like, I'm really into watching boxing and MMA again, but we can't have, like, fight nights anymore because I don't want people in my house till 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> And you always got that one friend who throws the remote a little too close to the TV when their guy doesn't win. Well, the other thing is everyone's like passed out, like Jonestown the morning after. (laughs) Fair enough. Everyone's asleep. It's nap time. All right. um, So before we get into Jamel versus Shakur here, what other fights have you seen this year besides Tyson and Roy Jones? Uh, I watched that whole card. I've I've been kind of in type tonight. I went back and watched – you know, in anticipation for that, I watched some highlights for the two of these guys as they were and were back and forth. And, you know, I, I can't see where I put my notes uh, just a moment, but we were talking about Canelo a little bit earlier, and I'm, I was blown away by his record. I had to go back and see how a guy with 51 wins manages to dance around and not come out looking like, uh, you know, he's been through the, the washing machine on bust for a couple of rounds. So... Yeah, I, I'm I'm freshly back into it now. So now I gotta now I gotta figure out other than than Tyson Fury with his dad bod and and his complete <laughs> lack of hair at this point as the Gypsy King. And I assume he's gonna get a hat at some point. Have you had a chance to watch uh, Fury Fury Wilder three? I watched the I watched the highlights from it. I wasn't I wasn't tight on it when that was happening, but just just crazy on how he just doesn't have that standardized style where you're expecting you're expecting like the head movements they're going to give away or that right shoulder to come over a little bit before he catches you with the hook it there's just not there i don't think he also takes a great bump like i'm not and i'm not implying anything when i say that when i use my wrestling parlance but like every time tyson fury gets knocked down by Deontay wilder you think well he's done and then he shakes it off and he gets up again and he pounds the crap out of wilder but like you always think there's those times where Tyson Fury gets knocked down and you think, well, quite he'll never get back up again. And then he does. And you're like, my God, what is this man made of? Let's yeah. I assume uh, rich middle-aged women get Botox and Tyson Fury just injects himself <laughs> with concrete. Fair point. All right. So let's talk about Shakur Stevenson versus Jamel Herring. And I'll tell you, I've been following Shakur since he fought Joette Gonzalez 
couple years ago. We actually covered that fight here on the WTRM network. That's up in the archives right now. My that was myself and Robert Winfrey. That's where the Heavich line came from, which always cracked me up. Um, Shakur Stevenson, great record. He's up from featherweight, and he he really one of the great allies that he has. One of his great assets is his speed. He's able to fight defensively. He's able to use, he's got great hand speed. He gets combinations in and he moves around and he's very hard to hit. Um, how do you see this fight going between Herring and Stevenson? I mean, he's, it's definitely no doubt he's got that skill. He got that silver medal at the Olympics just coming off the summer. He, he's got that natural ability and, and you can tell that he trains hard. I think... I mean, listen, I got a soft spot for the old guy in the match. As the guy who's creeping into his the middler ages, I, I got a real soft spot for Herring. I think if Stevenson gets to fight his match, if he gets to stay on the outside, if he gets to move around a lot, it's going to be a hard night for Herring. I mean, I'd like, I'd like to, I'd like to see him humbled a little bit, but at the same time, he's got, he's got a lot of natural skill, and and to your point, he's hard to hit. He's never in the same spot twice. It doesn't seem like. He is 16-0 and 0 going into this. Uh, he was 13-0 and 0 when he beat Gonzalez for the vacant WBO featherweight title. He defended it against Felix Car Carabello. He had a six-round KO. He had a, two unanimous decisions, both of which were rather nondescript. In fact, a lot of not a lot of fans came out of the last fight he had when he won the interim junior lightweight title. Uh, so going into this one, he really needs to impress here. And that's what we're going to be looking for from him if he does win. And I'll tell you, I don't know if you saw the odds on this. I'm not a gambler myself, but I had a buddy of mine hit me to the to the odds on Shakur Stevenson, and he is the heavy favorite here. Yeah, he yeah, six to one against Harry. Yeah, it was like it was like for a hundred dollar bet, you make ten dollars. I'm like, who bets on him then? Why would you do that? <laughs> um, so that being said, what does Jamel Herring, who's coming into this fight at 23 and two, he only has two losses. Um, one to Shavikov and another to Ladarius Miller. Uh, he is undefeated since winning the WBO Super Featherweight um, Super Feather Super Featherweight title. Um, what what does he have to do to nullify Stevenson and pull up the upset victory here? You know, like he 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 just seems like he's such a nice guy, right? Like he seems like that guy that you're super good taking home to your mom. So I think he got to get to the ring. You got to leave that at the corner, and he got to pull out that Marine grit. You got to take that two tours in Iraq and be like, hey, well, you were at home polishing those dimples. I was out doing, you know, the hard and heavy in the middle of the desert. So he he got three defenses already. I think that if he can pull off this fourth defense, especially as somebody is young and is fast, like there's an 11 year difference. Am I right? I think he's 35 and Stevenson's 24. He is in fact 35 and yes, Shakur is 24. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I think, I think the answer to his game is that he's got to stay close. He got to, he got to work that, that grit and that experience and he got to try to slow down Stevenson as much as possible. I'll tell you, I saw the fight uh, Jamel Herring versus Carl Frampton. Carl Frampton got brutalized. If you have an opportunity to check that out, it's <laughs> poor Carl. He Sorry, I watched that this morning. And like Frampton, who's a guy who, you know, great name in boxing, definitely going to be a future Hall of Famer. But mm -hmm. I think that was that was Herring's business card for this fight. That was his like, hey, you know, I know I got some doubters. You know, I know I got guys who think that I, I don't always go as hard as I can. He, he crushed that fight. That was he really good. An execution. He beat Carl Frampton like Carl Frampton owed him money. Yeah. It, it was, it was, and, and I, I'd seen Carl Frampton uh, before COVID. I had seen Carl Frampton in a fight where he looked pretty good and it looked like he was back, you know, he was on the comeback and then he walked into a buzzsaw and just got crushed. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, I feel like I had heard a lot of a lot of people talk about how, you know, Herring has his up days and his down days and doesn't seem like it seems like he just kind of fights to where he's too. And then I, I don't know if you caught any of the, the smack that Shakur has been talking since this is gone. You, you know, if you listen to, to Herring, it sounds like, hey, it, it's cool. You're my neighbor's little brother. And, and we were always really civil to each other. You listen to, you listen to Stevenson and he's like, no, I saw you on the corner and I spit at you on the way past. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, Shakur Stevenson is one of those guys that sees 
you know, look, look at as the fighters take the ring, now, we're almost ready to begin here. So I'll make this really brief. You know, like a Conor McGregor who's never met a camera he didn't mug in front of. Yeah, for and, sure. <laughs> and he's always doing stuff for the camera. And that is why his fights are on pay-per-view and they do a million buys. And nobody watches MMA, but everybody knows who Conor McGregor is. So he's the same thing yep. with Ronda Rousey. He was also kind of a nutcase on camera. Sure. Um, slaughtered women in the ring, too. Uh, but my point is that there are people who know how to get themselves over, whether it's, um, you know, boxing or MMA or whatever. And Shakur Stevenson seems like he's one of those guys where I would not call him a Mensa student by any stretch of the imagination. But I do know, think he knows when the camera's on him, what what keeps you in the people's mind's eye. And so I think he, so I think some of that stuff is his natural personality. I don't doubt that. But then I also think he turns it up just a bit because he knows that's what the people want. And oh, yeah, like, look sure. at what we're doing tonight. We're, there are, if you, on the average weekend, there are three, four, sometimes five fights in a single weekend. And sometimes in order to differentiate yourself and get attention on you, you got to act like kind of a nutcase on camera. So let me ask you this. Do you think, do you think that the criticism that Shakur is a boring fighter, that, that he's not, he's not having matches that are going to be explosive in the way that maybe some other fighters typically have. Do you think if he doesn't come out and, and crush Herring in the first three rounds of this, that that sticks, that, that he doesn't get that lift coming out of this match that he maybe feels like he should? Here's what I'll tell you. I think the boring uh, criticism of Shakur is really unfair. The guys had 16 fights and half of them are knockouts. Yeah. He- so, so, so let's start with that. You know, it's not like he has all decisions. Second thing, the thing that they'll tell you, especially early on in your career as a boxer, is you got to get the rounds in. As you get popular and as you get better fights, more money fights, you're going to be in the ring longer. You're not going to knock people out in the first three rounds. So even if you can, you still need the ring work. You need to know, you know, you need to look at like a, like a Caleb Plant who's going to fight in two weeks. You know, he goes the distance almost every single time. And you got to know how to, you got to know how to fight that second half of that fight. And I sure, and Shakur's got those big body shots, which is that's right. experience. He, he does that early. I think um, you know, I think he's been putting the work in, and you know, I, I think it's a little too early to say, oh, he's a boring fighter. Let's let's give him some time. He's like he's barely a baby with sixteen fights. <laughs> he got them pretty dimples. He does have them pretty dimples. If he can, he get he get some social media manager and somebody to really shape up his image a bit. Stop calling people a bitch on top rank, you know, in ESPN. He'll be all right. <laughs> all right, here we go, round one. And they come out uh, jabbing, just kind of testing the waters here, trying to look for distance. Yeah, it's a little cautious. Yeah, neither one of them is going to come out like heavy swinging in this first round. This is, I, I, I can't imagine this ends anywhere before the sixth. If it, it, no, you got to think that you got to think that both of them, both of them know that there's there's that opportunity. They're smart boxers. They know how to to kind of look for the holes and come through them. You almost got to think you got the better part of just a test round here out of the gate. Sure. Yeah. No, no I don't think either one of them is going to go, you know, Donkey Kong in there. I think it's going to be, I think the first three rounds are going to be, you know, an edge to one or the other, but I don't think it's going to be a heavy favorite one way or the other until we start to get the rounds five and six and seven. I do like how it has the look right out of the bat that, that uh, you know, that's that's the kid who sassed his dad one too many times and his dad said, okay, okay. You're big enough now. Let's let's talk this through, like men. <laughs> I almost wish that uh, I almost missed the frills that I saw earlier in the night. There was some pretty pink frills on. I like the stance for both of the guys. They're not. Neither one of them is doing anything to. Too crazy in there. Both have some good footwork and some good stances here. Uh, some tight boxing to start us off here. Not, it, not, not, not the kind of crowd pleasing thing, but this is a boxer's boxing match. No, for sure. The, the, you can see the technical skill between the two of them. They got their their footwork is both tight, and they've got they've got that soft defense as they test it out. But you can see that it's there. Nobody's getting a nobody's getting a free shot right out of the gate. Neither one landing a tremendous amount of punches this round. They're throwing. They're definitely throwing, but you just see like 
Herring just kind of bounced one off of uh, Trakur's glove. I think it's interesting because it feels like it feels like Stevens is not moving as much as he normally does. Yep. They're, they're doing the rounds around, but it's not his usual kind of look for that outside chance. Maybe maybe make that awkward outside movement and get a, a nice side shot. So you can tell from Shakur's sudden change in um, in body motion, uh, the way he's the way he's positioning himself. He's he's getting more confident in there. He's now nailed Herring a few times. I mean, mm -hmm. Herring took him, but Shakur is finding the range now. It took him a minute or so, and it's only the first round. Big left there from Shakur Stevenson. Especially because Herring does have that little bit of extra reach. He got two inches, I think, extra on his reach. Mm -hmm. on top of him so all right i would have to give that round to shakur stevenson who's a little bit more active uh i think he landed more than herring did what do you think i mean i think that, i think he got some nice shots i mean i think herring got a couple of, of close pops there as well mm -hmm. i don't i don't think it's a big spread between the two of them but i think yeah. I, I think everybody came out and, and did what they wanted to do to be able to to say hey okay you gotta, you gotta give me a little bit of respect. You can't just, you just can't just walk out and start throwing haymakers. Yeah, I would tell you for Shakar, who may have come in a little tentative, a little pensive to this fight. You know, he's been there for you know for a big time champions. He's stepping up in weight. That that was a bit of a confidence booster for him. Mm -hmm. I think, I think he's, I think Shakur is going to be a little bit more aggressive this round. Again, I, don't I, like how he, I like how he turns on his business face when he comes back out of the corner. He, <laughs> he puts that smile away. Well, he's, a, he's an adorable lad. And, and, <laughs> and it's like a child mean mugging you. It's like, you know. <laughs> it's so funny. I think, I think Herring actually looks a little tentative. I think he looks like he needs to calm down a little. Well, he got popped a few times in that round. And, like, you know, even though, to his credit, he does have eight knockouts, Shakur Stevenson, not known as a power puncher. No, and Herring's got eleven knockouts. I think in his in his twenty five, right? Twenty three so and two, and eleven other knockouts. Stat show in the first round, Stevenson and landed one more punch than Herring did. Had a bit of a higher percentage than he did. So, right on. let's see what he does here in round two. Oh, there's there's that body motion you look at. There's that mm -hmm. there's that back and forth kind of King Cobra action. You know. Floyd Mayweather made an entire career out of being very, very, very hard to hit. For sure. And I, and I said this during the Joette Gonzalez-Shakur fight, that Shakur is sort of a spiritual successor to Floyd Mayweather in that that's his bread and butter. Is he is really hard to hit. Is he just throws a combination of one-twos in there. I'm not sure how successful it was, but he definitely threw him with some some vigor. I mean, listen, if you can, if you can make it into your 40s and 50s as a boxer, retire and not look like... <laughs> You know, you had your face on the mat half the time. That's that's a big win. And then, and then you get big money to play with Logan Paul. That, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear us call the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather fiasco in the archives <laughs> at com. You got to work in your shameless plugs now. That's all right. You know, so Herring... Is being I think he needs to be around the ring by Shakur Stevenson. I think he needs to be more aggressive. He's the champ here. He got a. I mean, Shakur's a good boxer and he's hard to hit, but I think you got to you got to try to set the pace. You got to stay in close. Yeah. You got to slow him down, and you got to make him win for I, those big leanbacks. I think you got to show Shakur that you've got some power in you. You he's the bigger guy. I, I think he needs to bully Shakur a little bit more. Definitely. Right now, right now, Shakur thinks this is his fight, and he just needs to keep calm, do the work, and he'll win. You know, and he'll win on the scorecards, and that'll be enough. And Jamel yeah. Herring can't let him think that, or he's already lost this fight. I think Shakur look. I think Shakur's right if that's what he's thinking. Right now, he's moved. He's moved forward on every step. Yep. And Herring's moved back on every step. That right now, this ring belongs to Shakur Stevenson. He is marching Herring around. Yeah. Herring, you know, for his part, he's not just laying in there taking punches. He's, you know, he's on that back foot, but all he's done is back up and back up and back up, but he's still getting tagged every now and then. It's not like he's avoided every single one of Shakur's punches. Big right hand from Shakur Stevenson. Oh, I think he caught him. I think he caught his eyebrow. Oh, oh big left. Yeah. Uh-oh. Got a cut. He's like, come on, man. You got to lay that back out. Come on. 
he's starting to land with more vigor and more frequency, Shakur Stevenson. Yeah, that confidence is high right now. And that definitely goes to Shakur Stevenson in round two. I'm sure, liking the work. I'm liking the work from Stevenson. I mean, he's a good fighter, and he, he knows his technical skill. I, I think... I think if Herring doesn't come out strong on this one, this is this is a shorter match than I anticipated. I anticipated six or seven rounds mm -hmm. and really grind it out, but I I gotta see Jamal come up with some some vigor on this one. You know, if Jamal doesn't want to get marched around the ring and get himself left open for those power punches that were coming from Shakar, he needs to start clinching. He needs to start tying tying him up. You know, I say this, and I say this in a lot of boxing matches. If you're starting to lose, if the guy's starting to score on you, your opponent, get in there and dirty it up, lean on him, make him wear you, yep. wear out those arms. If, you, if you're going to take that kind of cross shot because you're giving it to him shot, you got to make him pay for it back. So, I don't know, maybe get in close and, and take one, but really deliver that power back because you know you got that hard, hard left. If you're going to keep getting tagged, you got to get something back for it. So... Okay, so look at look at the punch stats. Twenty six to six for Stevenson, forty percent landed. I mean, at a, you know, and that was twenty six out of sixty five. Herring barely threw anything in that round. And, and those jabs aren't even getting there. Like half those jabs aren't even connecting. Right. You know, and and look, he's a fit fighter. He obviously, you know, he's a superior athlete. Ugh, look at that big combination there from Shakur Stevenson. But I mean, you just keep punching air. Eventually, your arms do get tired. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The exhaustion is – it's clear even when you saw him come out of the corner. He's got some tears in his eyes. He, he got shook a little bit on that last one where he maybe took one in the nose and gave him a little bit of mist. There it <laughs> but is. But even at this it. point, tie him up. That. Like, do something. You just saw it there. He clinched him up, and he got him right there in the side. That's what Harry needs to do. Because right Agreed. now, right now, psychologically, Shakur Stevenson has the edge. And you've given him all the space. You know that's his style. You want to you want to tie him up or get him on the rope somewhere where you're taking away his ability to move around and get out of the way of those big power punches. And look at that! Oh, Shakur Stevenson just not throwing reckless abandon or anything like that. He is working the combinations, but he has decided Herring has nothing for him. And Herring feels like he's half given up. It, it, yeah. it feels like he's he's still in it because he doesn't want to he doesn't want to say that he doesn't, but. Right. That was a nice one, though. Nice come around. Yeah, those were good, good, good big punches from Shakur Stevenson. Just kind of tagging Herring at will, and and you know, for Herring's part, he's taking them, but you don't want to be eating punches for in a twelve round fight. No chance. It, it looks almost like Herring could come through that block if he really wanted to. That's it, man. Come in close. Keep him tight. Make him work for it. Now, Give Shakur him a couple for it. That's smart of Shakur because again, he doesn't he he doesn't want to allow. Herring to start getting the edge back, and so he tied him up that time. Smart. Another shot. Another shot right to the face. I'm surprised that uh, I'm surprised that Herring's going high on every single shot. Good, nice jab there from Shakur. Uh, again, like Shakur has the shorter reach, but it's like he's cut, he's tagging on every jab and every cross. And Does it seem like Herring is flat to you? Like, yes, like his flat. seems to have fallen off. Fall off. I mean, at at thirty five years old, you don't want to say that he's he he's wearing his age, but this is not the same fighter that you saw six months ago. No, this is not the the Frampton in April fighter. The other, came thing out noticing, the other thing I'm noticing from Shakur is he's really targeting that eye. That eye still looks like it's starting to blow up there. It on, is. Uh, Definitely. He is laid a few, in that left eye. He, look at look at the the damage in the corner of the eye. It's getting really bulbous for Herring. And his cut men are going to have to work on that because I tell you, he's getting he's hitting that eye. He's eventually. It's, it's gonna wear you down. Wide open. Even even cut you you get a cut that early in the match, like your exhaustion level is, is gonna start to climb mm -hmm. dramatically. Yeah, exactly. So what do you think Herring's corner is telling him right now? I think he I think they're telling him to stay calm, but like get aggressive. I think they're gonna say, Hey, you came out, you had a couple of those big shots, 
but then you you fell back on it. You gotta you gotta stay in tight. You gotta stay in tight. You gotta get some body shots. You gotta make pay for some of those open up shots. You gotta make him pay for the for the blows that Shakur is getting through. You can't let Shakur just hit and move and hit and move. You gotta you gotta stay close. All right, here we go, round four. All Shakur Stevenson all day long so far. Yeah, listen, Shakur is still she looks fresh. He looks yeah. like he just started the match. We had a 59 to 21 landed between the two gentlemen with Shakur obviously in the lead there. 173. Uh, oh, come on. Right. Shakur's baiting him now. Look at, look yeah, at him. For, working, working he, back he's waiting for him to open up. He's looking for a big shot. Mm -hmm. And see, Herring had him in the corner and he needed to keep him in the corner. He didn't come in tight and he didn't try to tie him up. And that yeah, lets Shakur get out and dance back around. Yeah, Herring's got to cut that ring off. Because right now, he's not so much marching Shakur around as Shakur sort of dancing around him, making him chase him. Uh, well, he's pulling him back into the open. Every time that he gets into a tight spot, he knows that, that Herring is going to give him space and he moves back out where he's got moved to dance. Like, like Herring's that. feet look like they're moving just for the sake of moving. For those of you watching on the live stream, first of all, thank you very much. Um, if you're able to comment and you have some insight you want to share with us, go ahead and we'll put it up on screen and then uh, we will commiserate back with you. Back to the fight. Uh, see, I like that work from Harry. Oh, there. come on. Harry tied him up. I love the dirty boxing, especially when the, when, you know, when, the, when the guy is getting beat, you know, toe to toe. You just got to, you got to put it, get in the phone booth and rough him up a bit. Yeah. All right. I agree. I think I think right now Herring's Herring's got to stay close. He's got to get some tie-ups. He needs to give him a couple of shots. See if he can come in on the inside up close. He's still stretching a lot, and I think he needs to reduce that stretch because, you know, to your point, Sh Shakur looks just sound in his ability to pick his shots right now. Shakur showing why he was the favorite in this fight, but I was really surprised by it. You know, when I again, when I when I was, when I found out that he was a heavy favorite, I was like, huh. I can't believe the champion's not getting more favored, but it's it, he's showing why now. That was the first little piece where it looked like like Herring had a, a spark that he had some confidence, and as soon as he did, he backed up, and Shakur danced right out of it. Some good body movement there for Herring. He's still staying pretty spry. I wish I, that's the problem. Like in the top half, he's doing a lot of shoulder rolling. He's doing some fainting. He's you know he's trying to bait Shakur, uh, get in his head a little bit. He's just so flat-footed. I think he might even be bleeding from his nose a little bit. I think he took a couple of those jabs, right? He's, he's getting beat up. Yeah. I I concur. And, and again, to, to what you had called that earlier, he's on that back foot. He's on that back foot on every sequence. And, and if you're going to be on that back foot, it should be because you're winding up for that, that big power shot. You see Shakur Stevenson at the end of that round, he just kind of shook his head. He's like, mm. <laughs> this, guy, this guy's got nothing for me. And that is, if, you should, if you're Jamel Herring, you, you, you don't want your opponent thinking you got nothing for him. It's not a great way to go through this fight. No, because then, I don't know. Do you think Shakur runs in another couple of rounds just to, to kind of run him out? Or do you think he tries to come out and put this away? I think he's going to get to the back half of this. I think we're going to get into round six or seven, and then he's going to turn up the gas. If, if Herring doesn't have anything for him and the fight goes the way it's been, I think you're going to see a level change from Shakur Stevenson round six, seven, and maybe end this round eight. Because if I'm Herring, I almost feel disrespected. If I feel like I'm, if I feel like it's that lopsided. Mm -hmm. I almost feel disrespected that he doesn't come at me hard, that he that he takes me to six or seven. Uh, I don't know. I, just me personally, I would feel like that's that's you're giving me a little bit of pity. Yeah, I'm the champ, but you you just let me hang around when you really didn't need to. I'm wondering if Herring's thinking like I got to try to end this fight, and we're going to maybe have him pick up, maybe take some chances and pick up the volume here, because that's the other problem as we've seen is Herring's volume compared to Stevenson is really out of scale. Yeah, for sure. So so you're thinking that the, the only way the only way Stevenson 
doesn't have a, a great round this round is if Herring just throws bombs. Yeah. And he's trying. He's trying. He's looking for angles. He came around the side there. Herring, Herring did. And he doesn't look tired. He does look like he's still moving good, but he also looks like he's taking a lot of big pops. I like that from Stevenson. Steven wouldn't let him get away with anything there, and he's got him against the ropes now. And he's roughing him up. He's going yep. after that eye. He's going yeah. after the eye. He's he's cutting off the angles the same way that he should be cut off. And he's a smart boxer. Yeah, no, Stevenson sees blood in the water, but he's not going Donkey Kong. He's staying composed, and that's important. Because especially as he gets harder and harder fights, you know, and his career goes on, it's not always going to be this easy in big-time fights for him. And he knows that. And I think that shows a maturity for such a young fella that he can – he sees Herring starting to erode away, and he's taking his shots, but he's not losing his composure and just going, you know, hitting like an idiot in there. Herring really only getting some glancing blows as he comes through. That wasn't like bad. That wasn't bad. I like the combinations from Stevenson. You know, he's not just throwing one punch at a time or even two punches. He's throwing some good combinations and he's following up. You know, there's a flurry and then he backs off, changes angles, another flurry again. Which is smart. It is smart for a guy who can move as fast and get out of the way as fast as Stevenson can. You got to try to catch him blind. You got to try to think, you know, he watched the one, two, and you hope to catch him on the three. So Herring, if you notice, is starting to change up the strategy a little bit. He just went after Stevenson's body, and I've noticed that at, when he is throwing, he's trying to go to the body more, which I think is smart. That's what I'm talking about. You got to tie him up. You got to get those body shots to slow him down. You got to make your own opportunities at this point. At this point, Stevenson has controlled the match. The way that you're coming back out of it is you change the pace. You got to dictate what you want to happen, and that's not a dance around match at this point. To your to your call, I think. It's a, it's a put it away. It's get some body shots, maybe get an opening, get him to drop those gloves a little bit and try to give him a big pop. You know, on uh, the off chance, Herring gets a, a body shot knockout. You know, that's that looks great for him. What a come from behind victory that would be. Agreed. All right, Herring's showing some confidence there as, he, uh, as the round ended. That was his best round so far as far as to be able to stabilize and set the pace for himself. Agreed. So this round coming up, I would like to see – I feel like Stevenson may have taken a round or two off. Um, you know, I think he knows the later rounds favor him, conditioning-wise, uh, age-wise, all of that. And so he was like, okay, I, this guy just doesn't have the power for me. I'm going to take this into deeper waters and see if that provides me some more opportunities, which I think is smart. So I look for Stevenson to start to turn back, turn the volume back up again in this round. Yeah, I need. I think he needs to not take this round off. I think he needs to not give Jamal the chance to set the pace further and, and risk getting into those later rounds where he does have to do something bigger. Mm -hmm. Herring, for his part, has to again has to also, and we've said this before, as we go into round six here, he really needs to be in, in Shakur's face. Like at this point, he got to stay he, close. Yeah, he needs to, he needs to not give Shakur any space at all. He, like I think his big option at this point is he wants to go nine or ten and mm -hmm. drag it out and make it more of a brawl and a grinder than it is a boxing match. He's taking big shots. He got that swelling over the eyes. He's taking some some pretty solid ones. Well, there, there's the off chance that yeah, making a grind of it and make you know and making Shakur wear him into the later rounds actually starts to break Shakur mentally. Agreed. Because we, really, we really haven't seen Shakur like Shakur goes through a decision. They're not hard decisions. He just didn't knock the guy out. Like right. I want to. Herring might be trying to test him mentally to see if he can last 12 rounds of a guy just being in his face and not letting him get away with the easy stuff. And with a 50% knockout rate, it would be a different match. Like, yeah, he's won some of those big decisions, and but he's got 50% of them being knockouts. A guy hanging around starts to get in your head. I think I, I was reading off the Wikipedia page and I read the wrong belt. Not the Super Featherweight title. It says right on screen that it's the um, junior lightweight, lightweight title. Uh, super heather, featherweight and junior lightweight are the same, I think. That's that crossover page where they're like, it depends okay. on which 
which uh, association you're in, what they call it. I'm going to go with the, what the broadcast is calling it. <laughs> <laughs> um, whoever wrote the Wikipedia page, they can make a new story. Right. Um, <laughs> so back to the fight. I mean, again, like, Shakur's a good dancer, but Herring's staying a little bit closer. Look at that. Look, Herring is throwing that straight left. Yep. And he's backing Shakur up, and he's like, come on, man. I'm in, I'm in this. First time Shakur hasn't danced out of that corner where he didn't get that chance to get up. First time Herring actually had him in a position where he could come in where he wanted him to be. Nice hook there from Shakur. So oh, God, though. So now he's falling off the combination. He's just throwing one shot. Again. You're not going to get him with one. No, I think he can see that coming way too far away. Right. And he just doesn't have the power. I mean, you know, he's no pillow fist, but he's not a a one-punch knockout guy either. He's definitely not. But, I mean, setting the pace a little bit. You can see Stevenson's not dancing him around or dragging him around the way that he did before. Does Shakur think he can knock him out with one punch? Because like the, the key to success for Shakur at this point would be to lay in a series of combinations. You know, he's going to have to lay in three and four at a time in order if he's trying to end this thing. Shakur did not look as happy one. coming out of that round. He looked a little no. bit angrier. No, because he seems to think that he can knock him out with one punch. And it's like, that's not this fight for you, pal. No. Not today. Herring's not that guy. Herring's not that guy that uh, a, a guy... Shakur size, who's just come up a weight class, is going to walk in, stone cold clock him, and walk away from it. No. But I don't, you know, I was talking about emotional maturity, and he's starting to fall back on some bad habits, I think, because I I think he's been able to get away with it in the past, where it hasn't taken much to knock, knock some of these guys out. And it's like, no, no, no. You were doing great work in the beginning. Don't get lazy now. Yep. That five pounds is a big a big weight difference as far as what you're throwing around. And I think, you know, do I think that Shakur still really kind of owned that round from a points perspective? I do. But a lot tighter, a lot more Herring's, Herring's wheelhouse for coming in close and controlling the pace. So we'll see if Stevenson starts to, to move again. Like, like he's planted there right now, and, and that worries me a little bit from where he thinks he is in this match. Here we go, round seven. Still a huge percentage landed for Shakur Stevenson versus Jamel Herring. He's a he's a two fifty plus punch rate most of the time. Is that right? He throws a lot of punches. Yes, that's been one of the keys to his success is that he's a high volume puncher. And you know, and some of these guys, especially the ones that he's finished, just crumble under the pressure. Yeah. But again, see, he's letting Herring in. Herring gets in close. He ties him up. That's it. Now you get now. Jabal got to bring those body shots back. Stevenson's looking a little bit frustrated. Still better punches. Still definitely looks fresher in the match. Hasn't mm-hmm. taken the same kind of shots, but yeah. But I'm not loving Shakur Stevenson's body language. You know, you mentioned like he's he's looking a little tentative. He doesn't quite have the confidence in the face that he had before. In the Agreed. Rounds. There's there's frustration there that wasn't there two rounds ago. Jamal Herring, for his part, he's actually gaining confidence. Uh, so, Andre's scorecard has every round going to Stevenson. I don't quite disagree with that. I agree with that. I think I think, I think Stevenson's won the rounds. I'm surprised at how close the spread is on some of those earlier rounds. Mm-hmm. Like, round one was that test round, but I felt like round two and round three, like, Shakur really really dominated those two rounds from a well i'm sure at some point we'll have a judge that gives all 12 rounds to canelo <laughs> i got fair. my joke in that's, that's, that's it a running gag that's it. Here. well played you <laughs> whoever wins canelo wins we can just ask ye from the audience and see who he thinks should be winning now that he's got a new <laughs> name and a new perspective on life <laughs> okay oh good left there from shakur stevenson Solid follow-up, solid follow-up. Yeah. Oh, that was nice. Uh, see, I, I'm liking this. They're kind of brawling it out there in the corner. Not, not, now both of them are in each other's faces. We have lost a lot of semblance of that back foot defense. They are just laying it in now. And do you they, think that that 
I don't think that that favors Stevenson. I think he got to stretch back out. Oh, he's liable to get beat up that way. And if he gets beat up too much, you know, he might pull like, was it Victor Ortiz? I don't deserve to get beat up like this. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what he's made of. I mean, if nothing else, it's a good experience for him to be in a match where he doesn't just dominate from start to finish. Yeah. You got to be tested as a fighter, you know, or you end up in a situation like, unfortunately, like Tyson did with Buster Douglas, where, you know, you think, you know, or Ronda Rousey and, and Holly Holm, but you think you're invincible. And not to say that, Holly, that Ronda Rousey didn't train for Holly Holm. It's just sometimes you just don't see it coming. Yeah, it's a, it's a different animal. It's a different animal to be in a match where you've gone from the guy who knows you have it from start to finish mm -hmm. to right now, I think if you just, if you saw Shakur going in that corner, there's that, there's that look of why, why isn't this going the way I want it to? Right. I mean, I think he still he still looks pretty pretty fresh. But look, he took took a side shot there, and he took an inside shot there. Big miss by Herring on the replay, but but not the kind of come around that you could have taken. Almost looked like he got a low blow there. <laughs> but all else fails, punch him in the dick. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The face of Jacar, like, hey, hey, hey. Well, <laughs> Not on the first date. That was that was the free one, I think. That's your freebie, but after that, you got to buy dinner. <laughs> well, they are in Georgia. I think they'll get themselves a nice barbecue. There you go. Herring didn't look hot coming out of that corner. No, he um, he had a nice flurry there for a couple of rounds. You know, I said in the middle, those middle rounds there, he might not have won them on every judge's scorecard, but he's much better than the first half. And now, Definitely. Like, you know. His, uh, the wind might have gone out of his sails, or at least start to. Four, five, five, six, kind of in there. He looked okay. Now he looks like he's he's grinding now. Mm -hmm. And Shakur looks like his coaches gave him that info. They said, like, listen, get out of the scrum. Get back to where your strength is. I would like to see him target that eye a little bit more. Not that I want, not that I want him to really hurt Herring, but I think... I think Shakur would be, would benefit throwing some more targeted punches. You know, that last round, as much as I like a nice brawl, doesn't favor Shakur Stevenson. I think what he needs to do is be circling and really walloping Herring on the side of his face. Definitely. Don't back off your game. Stay coming in like you were. Get your opportunities. Get in get out. Especially if you don't fear Herring's power then, you know, focus more on your footwork. Don't, oh, there it is. That was a good one. <laughs> Receipt, motherfucker. Hard to the right. <laughs> Herring knows it. Herring knows he's got to get him on the ropes and then give him some hard shots. He didn't get him, but you can, see, but you can see him working towards it. Shakur was baiting him there. He was kind of laying against the ropes, waiting for Herring to come forward. He was about to sidestep. And try to work uh, work the side of the head or the body again. Didn't quite go that way, but that was that was what his intention was. Coming in hard, coming in hard. Come in at him, come in at him. Punching right into Jamel Herring's guard. Yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna punch your arms and hands. You'll eventually get tired. Yeah. There you go, a little clip. Heron doesn't look like he's got that that head power that he normally has. Doesn't look like he's coming in. He's he got a couple of clips there, but they weren't they weren't hard shots. Shakur popped him on the jaw on the chin there right before they got uh, broke up, and Jamel kind of went after him again, but uh, not enough mustard on those punches. And Jamel and Shakur was just out of reach for it to have done any significant damage. Yeah, Herring's starting to look like he's running out of gas. Shakur Stevenson decides he's just going to start trying to ugly this up. That's... I don't. I don't think that's a smart maneuver. I think that. No. I think that when he's he's at distance and he's got space, that's when he's at his best. Mm -hmm. That's when Herring looks like he's out of it. Right. And for Herring's part, he gets frustrated when Shakur is, is too fleet of foot. Yeah, because because Herring wants to just stand and bang with this guy because he he knows he's got the power, but Shakur is smart and he's not letting him until he. It's like 
he does okay for two thirds of the round. When that last minute, he either gets tired or he starts to forget what the game plan is, and then he wants to, you know, and then he wants to sit there in the clinch with Herring, and he does not look great when that happens. No, you can Herring can have an atomic bomb of the left, and it doesn't matter if he can't connect with it. That eye's pretty swollen. <laughs> <laughs> But, but look at Shakur. Shakur Lewis looks confused. He almost looks like, well, why didn't you just give up there? Right. You know, I don't want to call a, a champion fighter who's worked hard and, you know, and hasn't had all the breaks in the world entitled, but he, he does have that air about him at times. Like, oh, yeah, it should be easier than it is. It should, be, it should be easier than it is. <laughs> I mean, I think if you're hearing at this point, if you go the full 12, the odds have been against you from every side of the bookies to the, you know, where, the, where they're saying that Stevens is young prodigy, which he is. He's a very skilled boxer. Mm -hmm. I think if, if you go to the decision on 12, even if you lose the belt, having been up, lost it, come back, you got three defenses under your belt. It's yeah, not, it's, there's some respect there. I'd be curious if this goes the distance if he um, if they don't go to an immediate rematch. You you'd think you'd think it would be. I mean, if Anthony Joshua can get an immediate rematch, I don't know why Jamal Herring can. <laughs> there you go. He was beaten definitely more soundly than uh, than Herring has been so far. Shakur well. Stevenson laid in a few there, very targeted punches. Looks like he did some damage. He did catch one back on that same eye, so that was that was smart. That's what he got to be at. He got to be he got to be leaning into where he's already done that damage early rounds. Yeah, I can't tell. I think Herring's eyes are actually starting to, might be starting to close. Don't do it, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Minute and thirty left, and he's uh, he's sitting there in the clinch with Herring. Come on, Jamal, get in there, get in there tight. Circle away, man. You know, look at look at look at Shakur Stevenson. He wants to stand in the middle of that ring and punch Jamel Herring, and it's like that. I, I hate to tell you, you're going to end up leaving yourself open, and you're going to be like Tyson Fury, wondering what the hell just hit me. I mean, if you come out of if you come out of this, Shakur Stevenson comes out of this having a foreman moment where you got baited into grinding this guy all night when you really mm -hmm. should. You really should stick to your game plan. If I'm his corner man, I'm giving him a little bit of grief about that. Yeah. Shakur Stevenson might need to change it up a bit, maybe do some more body work. I, you know, I think he so badly wants that, you know, that knockout to the head. It's like, He's got some big body shots too. Like, like a big pro for Stevenson is that he knows those body shots work. So I'm a little surprised on these <coughs> that he doesn't take that step back and get that that hard shot. Nice little shove there from Shakur into the ropes. Pick him up and suplex him. <laughs> At this point, it wouldn't be necessarily terribly out of line. <laughs> like the last fight, we said, you know, you know, things are going badly when someone shoots a single. That's it. That's it. <laughs> As long as you're not waiting for Jamie Foxx to give you pointers on your next move, you're still in good shape. <laughs> as we take a break here, um, next weekend, uh, we've got MMA action. Uh, we've got Blakovich versus Texera. I'm sure Robert Winfrey's hearing that and listening to me massacre both of those names. We've got um, on ESPN Plus, Jose Zapata versus Josu Vargas at Madison Square Garden. And then on Showtime, we've got Jamal Jamal James versus Rodzab uh, Butev. So that's all next weekend, uh, October thirtieth. No, no more Gillian White versus Otto Valen because he got an injured or itchy, however you want to call it, shoulder. So, and in two weeks, there's the big one: Canelo versus Plant for all the marbles. Plus, the UFC's got a pay per view. It's UFC two sixty eight. Usman versus Covington two. And then um, over on BT Sport. 
uh, in uh, Birmingham, we've got Zach Parker versus Marcus Morrison. So those are some fights for all you fight fans. Uh, we might call. We're definitely doing Canelo versus Plant. We might do another one. Who knows? We'll see uh, what what availability people have and interest level there is. Back to the fight, round ten. Cut that. Cut that uh, right eye during that break. Oof. Look at those lefts. Yeah, Shakur Stevens is starting to pour it on now. Good. Up, oh, we got a doc. We uh, a check. He's bleeding pretty good. Doctor check. Yep. <laughs> Jamel Harris like, nope, I'm fine. I'm fine. He's like, put the Vaseline on and call it a day. I'm ready. <laughs> How many fingers am I holding up? Cat. All right. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he doesn't think he's in the Sprite commercial. <laughs> I'm glad the ref the ref stopped it. The ref's in there. He's got closer look at the action than, than we do. But when I when the camera was on him, I was a little. I didn't think there was as much damage to warrant the doctor getting in there and looking at it. But again, I'll trust the referee's decision on that one. Yeah, it looks like they they looks like they gave him a cut in between mm -hmm. rounds, but they didn't Vaseline it very well because he he only took kind of a glancing shot and then immediately started to, to bleed. But you're right. Stevenson's coming in with the heat now. He, he can taste it. Yep. Well, he's running out of runway here. He needs to end this sooner. This is going to go to a decision. And it wouldn't comfortably, you know, it'll be either him or Canelo. Look at that. He's pouring it on on the ropes there. What are you doing, Harry? What was that, what was that little chicken flap he did there? I don't know. I think he's just trying to psych him out. Change, change up the game plan. And maybe if we, uh, maybe we did the chicken dance. I thought he was trying to pat the referee in the head there for a moment. A couple of hoos. Kind of a half an uppercut there from Shakur Stevenson. Look, look, kind of fun. Stopping it? No, not. Uh, wait, we're done. Uh interesting. Jamel Herring is gonna beat somebody up in an elevator tonight. Oh yeah, for sure. He didn't look like that. Didn't look like he was in stoppage mode. Yeah, no, I'm really. Look, I, this is a conversation uh, my boxing historian friend who I've done the uh, – I'm doing currently doing the Four Kings Boxing Podcast with in the history of heavyweight boxing. There have been enough deaths, and one is too many, in boxing that when a referee stops it, you know, you kind of give him the benefit of the doubt. Because, sure. you know, you'd rather be cautious and save a life than not. But I'm not entirely sure that that stoppage at that time was still warranted. It's not like he wasn't – you know, he was taking. I mean, I guess, I guess the referee's thought in this was, you're not doing anything to end this fight on your behalf. So let me just save you from taking a further beating. Sure, but I would not say he was done necessarily. No, I mean, it did. It didn't seem like he was shaky on his legs. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's taking mm -hmm. some heavy shots, mm -hmm. especially around those eyes. But, but I wouldn't have said that he looked like he was incoherent or that he was, you know, a step behind. Right. It did look like he was outmatched in that last round. Right. And, and I, that might, you know, upon further reflection, that might have just been what the referee was thinking. He was like, there's no way you're going to suddenly get a flash knockout and this is going to be over. You're not going to win on the cards. Let's just let, let's just stop this now because you, you, you've already, you have lost this on the cards as it is and you're not getting a knockout. Sure. There's no way you're um, going to dominate those other rounds. Right. All right, so um, we have a winner by technical knockout, Tricker Stevenson, who is your new champion. What do you think of the fight overall? I mean, I thought I thought it was. I mean, unfortunately, I think it was what they called for the gamble. I think Stevenson came out. He was younger. He was spryer, and and he can stay out of the way a lot. So, um, you know, it was a good match. I think I think that they both knew what they had to do. I just think uh, Stevenson played a little bit a little bit tighter. Um, you know what? I, I hit, like I said, I've been following Stevenson for a while now. I'm a big fan of his. I like his antics. I think, you know, get him out, get him out in front of some more cameras, get him on some podcasts. Let's get his name out there and really make this kid a big star. He needs a, he needs a big fight though. He either needs to be co-main on a big time pay-per-view, either with, you know, a Canelo or a Wilder or Tyson Fury, you know, or Tiafima Lopez, somebody like that. Like he needs to be paired up on a card with you know some of the big names to get him in front of some big crowds um you know or he needs like a big time fight like this was good for him this was you know this was money but i think i think his management team might be able to find him a 
a more interesting, more name-worthy opponent out there and really get his name, you know, name up. Because, like I said, this was the fight of the weekend. This was this was the big one. Um, but, you know, I, I was looking at social media before uh, we started tonight, and you compare like, this like a Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, or a Canelo fight, and it wasn't as much buzz. He needs more buzz. No, if this goes if this goes to a rematch, he's got to come out and he's got to just completely decimate it in order to get that yeah. that branding to move on into to be more mainstream. That mainstream yep. name. All right. Um, this week on the Rattlevision Broadcasting Network, we are. On the march to Paranormal Activity Next of Kin, which is streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus, we've dropped our first part of the Paranormal Activity franchise review, parts um, parts one and two. Uh, we're all part of part one. That, that wasn't confusing at all, what I just said. <laughs> part two drops today, uh, as this is recording. It's uh, Paranormal Activity three and four. Uh, Ronnie Adams and I are stepping back into the world of the medieval. We'll be reviewing The Last Duel. Uh, myself and Chris Bailey will be reviewing Crown Jewel. And then um, myself and Sean Comer are uh, heading back into the world of indie films of the early 2000s. This time we are going to tear the crap out of Donnie Darko. Whatever version of that we can find online. There's only 50 of them. Um, and then 6.5 the big, and then the big review of the week is June tw part 1 2021 uh, currently day and date on HBO Max will be myself, David Wright, Robert Winfrey and Jeff Sloboda of the MCU's Bleeding Edge Metal Hammer of Doom um, our last Halloween inspired record of the month is Halloween, self-titled which came out earlier this year we have a re-airing of our Gem and the Holograms and Paranormal Activity the Ghost Dimension review Rob reviewed The Ghost Dimension. I reviewed Gem and the Holograms after I took my daughter to go see it way back when. And we debate which one was more horrifying. Um, and then Gavin Napier, formerly of the Casual Heroes, will be back to discuss Ted Lasso Season 2. On Friday, Alexis Hanna and I have a midday review. we got a triple feature for your Halloween themes. We've got Scooby Meets Courage, Straight Out of Nowhere, uh, Muppets Haunted Mansion, which I watched with my family tonight. You're a big Haunted Mansion fan, big Disney fan. You'll love this. And rah, rah for an angry mob, My Little Pony, the next generation. And then uh, speaking of My Little Pony, Jason Teasley and I will be reviewing You from Netflix, season one. We've got Tripped Up Trivia this weekend, uh, October 30th. It's going to focus on the horror genre. So that'll be fun. Jesse and Alexis Kano will bring you that. And then on Halloween... Uh, speaking of Alexis Hanna, she and Jesse Starcher reviewed Power Rangers, A Nightmare on Elm Street, the wackiest crossover you thought you'd never see. And then we've got one from the archives, uh, our review of Trick or Treat Reanimated, the uh, covers album that we reviewed a few years ago. That's all coming to you on Halloween. Uh, you can go uh, back in the archives this week and check out our reviews of June 1984. The Mummy Trilogy with Brendan Fraser, our review of Halloween Kills, uh, The Mania of WrestleMania 8 and 9, Ice Nine Kills, The Silver Scream Part 2, Welcome to Horrorwood, The Four Kings of Boxing, uh, Leonard, Leonard and Duran Parts 1 and 2, and finally, 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 Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, Chris Bailey, some re-airings of our Cradle of Filth, Hammer of the Witches Review, and Dream Theater Self-Titled. Um, what do you got going on, Mr. Lasby? Where can they find you? How can they find you? What Jeez, you I was going to say with a bag full of content like that, you're the poster child for I'll sleep when I'm dead. Uh, yeah, I, that, that's what they tell me. Uh, <laughs> I am the hardest working man in podcasts. There you go. Uh, well, I am just dipping my toes back into the figuring out how to get myself out and about there. I do have uh, uh, online on YouTube with Best Kind of Productions, there's a workshop version of my musical Red Rock, which is about communism in newfoundland which didn't exist but maybe it did who's to say um and then hoping to get it out there sooner rather than later i'm in the process of writing a, a wrestling musical called WrestleFest 5000 so i'll just have to have chris bailey chris bailey chris bailey review that with you and keep your bag as full as possible we're gonna drag dan, dan lasby into the triple feature world he told me you know he, he works in the musical sphere and i said musicals tick tick boom huh Tick, tick, boom. 
that's coming out soon. Um, there's a couple of other musicals I wanted to look at, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do what I do like to everybody else, as Jason teased to like say I'm gonna twist arms and drag him into the world of podcasting. So yeah, I only have rubber arms, so I'll do my best. <laughs> Dan, this was great. Uh, we hope to have you back soon. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, it was great. No, I really enjoyed it, and uh, now now I'm only hungry to figure out what I can what I can see more as far as the boxing world and see if Evander Holyfield's kid is as good as he maybe looked for five minutes tonight. We'll uh, we'll talk. Until then, <laughs> uh, check us out on w2mnet.com um, and whatever podcatcher you've got for all the rattling and broadcasting. If you uh, check us out on on Twitch or on YouTube, uh, like and subscribe. Get that algorithm working for us. Until next time, we bring you some more boxing alternative commentary. He's Dan. I'm Mark. Be well. Be safe. And behave. 